Hey, before we get started, I've got a special offer for you. It's not what you think. I'm going to do one email for you, a newsletter for you, absolutely free, and it includes a 20-minute phone call with me free. I'll create that email. I'll send it to you. I'll even upload it to your email system if you want. What you need to do is to go to my website and click the Contact Ken button and let me know that you'd like to take advantage of this and I'll send you details. Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Are your emails really getting delivered to the inbox or are they going to the spam or junk folder or are they getting delivered at all? In this episode, I'm going to give you nine tips to help you avoid the spam or junk folder. Are you ready to make more money, a lot more money? Welcome to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. Ken is a world-renowned email marketing expert. He'll help you 10x your business with email strategies that generate more sales, a lot more sales. And now, here's Ken Countess. Welcome to this episode of the Everything Email Podcast. If you've ever attended one of my workshops, you know that one of my favorite questions is, why are you here today? And I know the answer, you want to make more money. Well, you're in the right place. Today, I'm going to talk about how you can stop landing in the spam folder. We all know that email marketing is the way for you to drive revenue and profit, to create and increase awareness, to boost repeat business. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You know, whether you wind up in the spam folder or in the inbox or one of the other folders that Gmail might throw you into has something to do with something called your sender reputation. This is something relatively new when it comes to email marketing. Your sending reputation or how email service providers judge your mail can determine whether your messages are ever seen. Are your messages making it to the inbox? Or are they going to the junk folder? Well, if emails that you send generate a lot of spam complaints, your sending reputation will deteriorate and future messages will be harder to get to someone's inbox. On the other hand, if recipients are engaged with your messages, your sending reputation will be stronger and your messages will be much more likely to make it to the inbox. Listen, you know, if you've heard me before, email marketing is so reliable. It gets delivered over 90% of the time, where Facebook text posts only reach 2% of your fans. So your email may be getting delivered by the email service provider to the internet service provider, and then ultimately to the inbox. Or is it really getting into the inbox? I mentioned Gmail a few minutes ago. You know, Gmail sorts emails into a variety of buckets. Those buckets are the inbox, the spam folder, the social folder, the updates, the forums, and promotions. So how do you really know where your email is actually being delivered? Well, let me give you a few tips over the next few minutes. Let me talk about sender reputation. Sender reputation is a score that's assigned to a sender based on the quality of your email campaign, your campaign frequency, how often you send it, the size of your campaign, and then ultimately the recipient's interactions with those emails. An email sender reputation is a score 
that an internet service provider assigns to a business or an organization or a nonprofit that sends email. It's a critical component of your email deliverability. The higher the score, the more likely an ISP, internet service provider, will deliver the emails to the inboxes of your recipients. If the score falls below a certain threshold, the ISP may send your message to their spam folder or even reject them outright. So you may have sent it. It may be what the email service provider thinks is delivered, but it may actually not even show up in the inbox and maybe not even the spam folder. And there are several factors that go into determining the score, including but not necessarily limited to the amount of emails sent by the organization, let's say your company, how many recipients mark the emails as spam or otherwise complain to the internet service provider about the messages, how often the company's emails hit the ISP's spam trap, your company's inclusion on several blacklists, and it's a good idea to check and see whether you're on blacklists already, how many of your emails bounce because they were sent to unknown users or for other reasons, maybe it's a non-existent email address now, how many recipients open, reply to, forward, or delete your messages as well as click the links that are found in them. And then how many re recipients unsubscribe from your email list. Now this sender reputation thing, it's a relatively new science. So what does it look like? Well, there are lots of tools out there. I'll mention a couple of them. These are ways that you can find out how your email is actually being treated when it gets sent. There are different services and each of those services may put you in an inbox or a tab folder or a spam, or maybe they just can't figure out where it does belong. Uh, I have done tests using a variety of services, including Postfix, Mailgun, SendGrid. There are lots of them out there. Uh, so you probably want to know, well, what is it that will hurt your sender reputation? What is it that will get you in the spam folder or not even get delivered at all? Well, the elements that hurt deliverability are among those that I mentioned a minute or so ago. The bounce rates, the open rates, the unsubscribe rates, the click-through rates, and the spam complaints. And engagement is the most important factor. And the best kind of engagement is somebody clicking on one of the links in your email. So once again, engagement is the most important factor that directly impacts the sender reputation, both for you and the email service provider. So what can affect you? Well, when people sign up for your list using a single opt-in can hurt you because you may get bots that are signing up for your list and they're really not legitimate email addresses and you try to send and then it gets bounced. So using a double opt-in when people join your list is the smart thing to do. Make sure that you're using authentication with your email service provider. 
One thing that a lot of people do, and they're really, they don't understand that this is not a good practice, is they try sending from a free domain email address. The most popular ones, the ones that people know about, are AOL Mail, Gmail, and Yahoo Mail. If your sender domain is one of those three, go ahead and buy yourself a domain that has your company name, .com, .net, you get the idea. That will affect your sender reputation, sending from a free domain email address. Making it difficult for somebody to unsubscribe, that affects your sender reputation. Make sure that there's an unsubscribe link in all the emails you send out. Using URL shorteners, that's a bad thing to do. And you may be thinking, well, gee, I'm used to using them, and a lot of us are. But links, uh, URL shorteners like bit.ly, bit.ly, that can hurt you. And here's the reason why. When it gets to the other end, after you hit the send button, the internet service provider has AI software, and their AI software may not be able to accurately figure out if that bit.ly link is going to a legitimate domain or not. Maybe it's going to a site that you uh, we'd rather not talk about on this, uh, on this episode. Try not to use URL shorteners. The lack of engagement, as I mentioned before, the best kind of engagement is people clicking on your email. So if nobody is clicking on anything in your emails, that will diminish your sender reputation. So those are things that will hurt. What will boost your reputation? Number one, give your audience a reason to engage. By the way, I'm going to give you nine ways to boost your sender reputation. Removing bad email addresses from your list. Smart thing to do. Do it every three to six months. Number three, related to number two, don't be afraid to remove the unengaged recipients. If they're not engaging with your stuff, it's probably of low interest to them. They may be reading or they may not be reading. So put links in there for them to click on so you know that they're engaged. If they're not engaged, get them off your list. Number four, train your audience. Train them to click on things inside your email. That's going to help your sender reputation. Number five, not using a free email domain for your business. That's going to boost your sender reputation. Number six, authenticate your domain. Do it through your email service provider, Constant Contact, MailChimp, HubSpot, you know the, you, you know the names. Number seven, again, avoid URL shorteners like bit.ly, like tiny URL and others. Number eight, use a correct text to image balance. Use the 80-20 rule. Don't give your images more than 20% exposure. 40% is really the limit. So use the 80-20 rule. Think about it that way. Use more text than images in your emails. By the way, a minimum of 60% of the area of your email should be text. Don't use more than three images. Make sure that the images you do use don't touch each other. I mentioned that the internet service providers use artificial intelligence or AI to scan every email that goes through their system. 
they want to be sure and they want to protect the recipients from getting spam. So if the images are touching each other, then the AI or artificial intelligence may think that it's one big image and they frown upon that. So always have some space in between your images. Have a minimum of 400 characters of text that include spaces. And tip number nine, don't use spammy language. Use uh, the right wording. Choose your words carefully. Don't excessively use words like free or click or urgent. The word money can get you in the spam folder. Credit is a word that will get you in the spam folder. Use things with caution. Be thinking about if you were receiving that email in your inbox, would you think about it as spam? That's a good common sense way to do it. Listen, if you're ready to take your business to the next level, I mean, really ready, then take advantage of these tips of how to stay out of the spam folder and apply them in your email campaigns. Listen at the end of this session, and I'll give you a freebie, a way for me to give you three free tips on how to improve your marketing campaign. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it. Be sure to visit kenisemail.com to sign up for Ken's mailing list. You'll get great marketing tips every week in your inbox. Have questions? Send Ken an email. It's ken at kenisemail.com. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Every week you get great tips on how to use email marketing in a way that makes you more money. With an ROI of 36 to 1, if you're not yet using email, you really should be. Learn more at my website at kenisemail.com. And if you'd like to learn how to work together, go to kenisemail.com slash packages. kenisemail.com slash packages. We'll see you next week.